0: You are now listening to the Bayshore Community Church podcast. Our mission is to connect to God, connect to people, and to serve the community. Thank you for joining us today, and wherever you are listening, we hope that this message inspires you, encourages you, and transforms you. Our prayer is that this is just the beginning of a conversation between you and Jesus. Enjoy the message.
1: Well, good morning, good morning, good morning. Who's awake, is anybody awake? 9 a.m. You can't like. You guys are awesome. I- I'm pumped up today, and it's not because of that video. It just makes you kind of want to like do whatever. Um, I'm pumped up because you guys sang so good today, mainly this section. Okay, but like so good. Somebody had some like an extra shot of espresso in your coffee this morning, or maybe Butch sang karaoke last night. I don't know, but you guys were singing. You brought it during the worship today, so I'm kind of wondering who's going to like bring it and help me preach today. Can you give me an air high five you're going to help me preach today? Back there, I see y'all. I love it. Um, you guys are the best. I, I love this church, and I-, I think the best way to experience Bayshore is right here in the basement, uh, in person. But I think the second best way to experience Bayshore is online, and so what's up, online family? We're so glad you guys are with us. Shout out to you guys. And online family, in case you missed this earlier, I just want you to know that on July 4th, we're having one combined service at 9 a.m. for our 10-year anniversary party. And it's going to be a party. And if you come to that, that service, listen, we're giving everybody who shows up that day this shirt right here. And so you want to get here for that service, we're going to give everybody or bumper stickers that day, which I'm terrified of because I've seen how some of y'all drive. Well, we're going to give those away. We're having a snow cone truck here, and so I'm excited about it. And so Brett and Megan in Connecticut, I think you need to take a road trip, all right? So just come on down. You don't want to miss July 4th at 9 a.m., and uh, we're really glad you guys are tuning in with us because we are talking about how we fight our battles. And today I want to talk about gratitude, and so that's the topic today, gratitude. So if you're sitting next to somebody, I want you to turn to them and say, I'm thankful for you. I'm thankful for you. I'm thankful for you. Listen, if you're single and the person you're sitting next to is single and looking church good, (laughs) church good, I just broke the ice for you. You just got the the conversation started. Um, Anyway, I want to start out with a question that has been burning in my mind all week. I can't shake this question. I I stayed up at night thinking about this question. If you're ready for the question, say yes. yes. Okay, here's the question. We're going to put it on the screen. Very deep question. If you could have any superpower, what would it be? Some of you are like, superpower, what the world kind of church is this? <laughs> I'm just getting started, all right? Just getting started. Um, anybody, like, right out of the gate, like, oh, I know the answer to this. Like, I've been, I've been waiting for years for somebody to ask me this question. <laughs> Butch, I'm uh, flying. The, Butch is the guy who wears a Superman shirt, so flying. I am not surprised. Back here. In, invincible or invisible? Visible. You can't see me. That's cool. And? Speed. Speed. Okay, fast. Do you drive fast? So you already kind of have it, so that's good. <laughs> yeah, you don't get a bumper sticker. No bumper sticker for you. All right, let, let me kind of tell you where this, thank you for kind of playing along. Let me tell you where this question came from. Last Sunday, I don't know if you remember, it was hot. I mean, it was so hot. So our whole family went to the neighborhood pool because it was like 97 Stacy Tice degrees outside. Stacy, because my wife is hot. I wish my superpower was better jokes. Okay, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Anyway, so we go to the pool and um, we're at the pool and, and my kids start playing this game that they created called Lifeguard. And we, now, now we already have a lifeguard at the pool. But my kids are like, you know what we would really like to do? We, we like to pull our chairs up to the side of the pool. So they pull their chairs up to the side of the pool, and they sit there and act like their lifeguards while looking at the lifeguard. And anytime anyone, anyone went underwater, my kids would jump up and be like, we'll save you. Whoo! <laughs> Anybody else's kids do this? No, just mine. Okay, anyway. So I was embarrassed, obviously. So I was, like, trying to distract my kids. I was like, kids, like, stop drowning the HOA president and come over here, come over here. And I'm just trying to think of something to distract them. I'm like, kids, if you could have any superpower, what what, what would it be, okay? Um, And don't say lifeguarding, okay? So I, I asked them that question. And right out of the gate, my daughter Nora was like, oh, I will be able to shoot icicles out of my fingertips. And I will be able to hurt people with my icicles out of my fingertips, I was like, you know what, get back in the pool, okay, play lifeguard again, like, I don't even know, where does this come from? My, my boy Nixon was like, I'd be able to run real fast, I guess. and I'm like, that's funny, because that's exactly how your mother drives, okay, that's, that's what, real fast. Um, I, I said, listen, if, if my superpower, kids, is, is I would be able to teleport anywhere at any point, so if you all were, like, embarrassing me at the pool, I could be like, Bora Bora, Come on, that's a good superpower right there. And my wife was there. I was like, what would you like to be? Or what would you like your superpower to be? And she's like, I don't really want a superpower. I just wish I had enough money to retire. I was like, well, you married a pastor, so that's not a good idea for you. (laughs) You did that to yourself, Okay. (laughs) So we're talking about these, these superpowers, and uh, it was kind of fun talking about that. So just, just think about whatever superpower you could have, okay? I don't know what it would be. It could be flying. It could be f- being fast. It could be invisibility or invincibility. It could be X-ray vision to see what Cassapullos is making up there. You could, like, move things with your mind. You could, uh, let, let, let's say, I, I don't know, let, just tell one person next to you what superpower you would, you would use or have if you had any superpower. Go ahead and tell one person next to you. All right, all right, come back to me. It's good, all right. I, I, I Listen, you all enjoyed that. You were like having a full-on discussion about your superpowers. I do have a superpower. My superpower is I can read minds, and I know some of you are like, what does this have to do with me and God, and what's, what's the is there a point to this? <laughs> there is a point to this. Here, here, here's my point. I think every single person in this room, I think everybody who's watching online, you have a superpower that you can tap into. And the superpower that I think that you can tap into is gratitude, is to find the good things in your life. I think gratitude is a superpower. I think gratitude has a superpower of helping you power through life's battles. And so if you haven't been with us the last few weeks, we've just been talking about how we all all face battles. We face battles at work. We face battles at home. We face battles with our health and with our feelings. We face battle with running out of money, 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 money. All right, we face battle with running out of money. We face battle. Some of you all face battles on ChristianMingle.com. All the single people are like, amen, hallelujah. (laughs) But we all face battles. But I think gratitude has the power to help us um, power through our battles. I think gratitude has the power to help you flip the script on the situation you're in. And I think when you give thanks in your battle, it gives you strength for your battle. When you give thanks in your battle, it gives you strength for your battle. And so we'll talk about that today. Uh, I want to tell you about a guy named David in the Bible. David knew all about battles, okay? At one point, there was a guy named King Saul, and King Saul had a full-on manhunt to kill David. Look, D- David was number one on the top ten FBI's most wanted list. It was like the Israel's top ten most wanted list. Um, David had an entire army come after him. King Saul's entire army came after little David. If that sounds like a battle, say, that sounds like a battle. David knew all about battles. He was battle hardened, but this is—I want to show you something. He says in Psalm 103. If you ever like just like want to read a really positive, encouraging chapter in the Bible, Psalm 103 is amazing. And here's what battle hardened David said when he could have like complained and grumbled about his life. He said, "Let all that I am praise the Lord with my whole heart. I will I will praise His holy name. Let all that I am praise the Lord." He says this again, and let's let's read this together on three. One, two, three. May I never forget the good things he does for me. May I never forget the good things he does for me. Now, now, David here, um, twice he says, let all that I am praise the Lord. You, you see that two times? You know what David's doing there? He's talking to himself. He's like, David, get, get, yourself, get yourself some perspective. Okay, just just be grateful for all God's done in your life. Like, come on, self, like like pull it together, get yourself together. And so he's talking to himself. So I'm just curious, who here, you you talk to yourself. Come on, be honest, you're in the Lord's house. It's a basement, it's his house, though. Okay, look, look, one more time, raise your hands. Like, you're like, I don't know, listen, look around. You all are weird. (laughs) No, I totally talk to myself. I talk to myself all the time. And that's what David's doing. He's like, self. Come on. Just don't forget what God's done for you and you're like, Come on, self. Like, pull it together, self. Gratitude is your superpower. Bust it out. And, and I just think somebody needs to hear this. If you're in a battle right now, you need to stop what you're doing and you need to talk to yourself. Just, just talk to yourself. You can write that down. Like, I need to talk to myself. Some of you, you don't need to write that down because you talk to yourself all the time. All right? But, but sometimes if you're in a battle, you just got to say, self, re- remember what God's done in my life to get me to where I am. Like, God, God is with me in the past. He's going to be with me in the future. Sometimes you got to say, self, listen, remember God's forgiveness and his mercy when I didn't even deserve it. Self, like, like, hold it together. God is with you. It may feel like things are falling apart because isn't it true that when you're in a battle, we lose perspective? Isn't that true? You know, when we're in a battle, we become Eeyore, we become negative Nancy, we become a Karen. No offense if your name is Karen or Nancy or Eeyore, okay? Um but by, by the way, if your name is Karen, doesn't it stink like your whole life you've had like the most normal, nobody like thinks about your name at all, name, and then all of a sudden your name's trending this year. It's like now you're like a, a thing, you're Karen. Listen, we are for the Karen's. Karen, we are Karen, we are for the Karen's. My mom's name is Karen, all right, mom, we are for you, all right? So but when we're in a battle, we lose perspective. And so sometimes we just got to talk to ourselves and say, listen, remember God, like self, remember all the good things God's done for me in my life. And so um, I believe that, that gratitude is this superpower. And just when you say thanks to God, it's a superpower to power you through the good things or through the bad things in your life. And so I just want to give you two ideas for how you kind of tap into your superpower today. All right. So like if you're ready to tap into your superpower, just give me like a Okay, there it is. That's the flying. That's for you, Butch. Okay. All right, here's my first point, if you're taking notes, is to flip your grumbles into gratitude towards God. Flip your grumbles into gratitude towards God. Now, um, I faced a, or I I crossed a giant milestone this week. My car crossed the 175,000 mile mark. Woo! It was very exciting, okay? It was driving as slow and economical as ever, okay? I I love my car. I drive a 2007 Honda Civic, and I love my car when it works. Who knows what I'm talking about? It's great when it works. Now, when it doesn't work, I told you guys this a couple months ago, okay, I got my car, and I have my keys. Listen, my car is so old, it still uses keys. You know, nowadays, some people have, you have a car, and you have keys. You just have to have them with you, and you get in your car, and you press a button. Who's pressing a button to start your car? Come on, let's see. Listen, be grateful. You all own space cars. <laughs> I have an antique key, you guys. So I got in my car a couple months ago to start my car, put my key in, and the key wouldn't turn. Now, when, when my key won't turn or when something doesn't work, I, I do what most men do. I just try harder. Just like, come on, man, just give me a grunt. If you just like, come on. Man, so I'm just like trying to turn the key, and it, it won't turn, and so the key won't work. I ended up calling a locksmith. I got a, a key from a locksmith for $250. <laughs> that did not work. Okay, I am not gr- grateful about that, all right? I am not grateful. Um, but that happened. And apparently, it was not my key. It was my ignition cylinder, whatever that is, Okay. And so I start calling locksmiths, or not locksmiths, but I start calling, like, mechanics. And, and every mechanic's like, oh, it's your cylinder. Well, that's a lot of labor. All right, that's going to cost you at least $1,000. And so I'm in my garage, walking around my car, calling all these mechanics. They're all telling me it's going to cost $1,000. And while I'm walking around my car trying to get a mechanic to fix my car, the, the badge on the back of my car that, that says Civic, no lie, it just falls off my car. Nobody touched it, nothing happened, it just went, whoop, fell on the ground. In fact, I have it right here. If anybody needs this, I will sell this to you for $1,000. But I'm looking at my Civic badge on the garage floor, I'm looking at my key that doesn't work, and I just kind of went into the grumbling spiral. I was like, come on now. My, my badge is off my car. My key won't work. Come on, Lord. I'm a pastor. I'm trying to do your work. And I don't know if you heard, but my civic badge broke up with me, Lord. And I'm like, can't my car just work? I just want it to go down to the Royal Farms for a mountain dew. That's all I want. I just want to take a ride in my car. I'm like, Lord, listen. If you're going to punish somebody, I drive slow. Punish my wife. She's the fast driver. But I went way down the grumbling spiral, and it ended up getting worse because um, while my car was getting fixed, I borrowed my dad's Toyota Tacoma, which, by the way, is my dream vehicle, and my dad owns it. Yay. And and, and I'm just driving around in my dad's car, and I just was kind of like, just grumbling more and more, you know? I'm like, the weather's terrible. This driver in front of me—they're terrible. Why are there so many Wawas? <laughs> you know, I'm like this. What does what this truck get like 15 miles to the gallon? Feeder, you know, like just I thought I was. I just went down the grumbling spiral. Like one thing led to another, led to another. Like, uh, has this ever happened to you before? And I know I can maybe like make things sound good on the stage. Listen, I am just as human as the next guy. I can grumble with the best of them. And so, long story short, I ended up getting my car fixed by Atlantic Auto Repair in Millville for less than the key that didn't work from the locksmith. And so, shout out, Atlantic Auto Repair, no shout out to the locksmith. Anyway. But after my keys started working, I thought, you know what? That wasn't that big of a problem. You know, and I heard somebody say one time that if you're healthy and your loved ones are healthy, you don't have problems, you have situations. Just situations, isn't that true? And, and you, know, this, you know what the miracle is? I, I, I did a little fuzzy math um, this week on, this, this, on my car, and I've had my car for 11 years. I got my car 11 years ago at the Antique Roadshow, okay? And um, <laughs> I have probably started my car on average about six times a day, which means that key has worked over 24,000 times, and I was grumbling about the one time it didn't work, and I tell you that because grumbling is in our nature. All right, we we go down the grumbling spiral. We're like, the car doesn't work. My diet doesn't work. My coworker doesn't work, literally. <laughs> the ice cream machine at the McDonald's doesn't work. Nothing works. You know, like who's gone down the grumbling spiral before? Just one more time, you gone down the grumbling spiral. We all go down the as well. Psychologists call this um, a negative bias, where we're able to see past all the good in our life and see the one bad thing. We, we, get, we can hold on to the bad more than the good. Have you noticed this? Like, like you are more upset if you lose a $20 bill than you are happy that if you got a, get a $20 bill, if you found out for a $20 bill. Isn't that true? Look, I'll prove it. Anybody here have a $20 bill? Or above, or higher? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Keep your money. Um, But we hold on to the bad more than the good. I was more upset about my key not working one time than I was happy that it has worked 24,000 times. It's the negative bias. It's it's the grumbling spiral. And so let's go back to Psalm 103. You got got battle-hardened David who had a lot in his life to grumble about, but he's going to flip his grumbles into gratitude towards God, okay? And so here he could have grumbled like me about my car, but instead this is what he says in verse 3. David says it's about God. He forgives all my sins and heals all my diseases. Just looking for the good. He redeems me from death and he crowns me with love and tender mercies. He, let's just say this together with me, he fills my life with good things. Then he says, My youth is renewed like the eagles. Go, eagles. This verse isn't about the Philadelphia eagles. That's the wrong bird. All right, anyway. Hey, who would like your, your youth renewed like the eagles? Anybody want your youth renewed like the eagles? Yes. If you want your youth renewed like the eagles, you got to do what David does. He flips his grumbles into gratitude towards God, which means you don't need Botox. You need gratitude. If you got some wrinkles, okay, I'm not going to point anybody out. But you need to inject some gratitude in your eyes, okay? You got to inject that stuff. Then you won't have crow's feet. You'll have eagle's feet. I don't know. That doesn't really work. But look, when you're in a battle, when you're in a battle, don't get amnesia to all that God's done in your life. David's like, self, don't forget all the good things that God has done in my life. And can I just like tell you like something like from one grumbler to another grumbler? I think that gratitude is the only thing that can beat grumbling in your life. Grumbling is natural. Gratitude is supernatural. Grumbling is natural. Gratitude is supernatural. And so so what do we do? We got to flip what we want to grumble about and turn it into something we are thankful about. Flip what you want to grumble about and turn it into something that you are thankful about. For instance, if I can grumble that my car key won't work, I can be grateful that I have a car in the first place. If we can grumble about paying taxes, come on somebody, we can be grateful that we made some money, right? If we can grumble about our kids being messy, (laughs) we can be grateful that we have a kid within daily hugging distance to right there because some people in this room, you wish your kid was near you so you could give them a hug, right? Right? If we can grumble that it rained some this past week, we can be grateful we got a roof over our heads. If we can grumble that it was 97 Stacy degrees last Sunday, so hot, we can be grateful that we have air conditioning, right? If we can grumble that gas is $299 a gallon, hello. We can be grateful that we have a car to put some gas in. If you grumble that your team is the Philadelphia Eagles, then you stink. You can be grateful that at least you're not the Washington football team. Okay? Like there's always. Just trying to olive branch. All right. Anyway, my point is this. You can grumble about the few things that are wrong in your life, or you can be grateful about the many things that are right in your life. You can grumble about the few things that are wrong in your life, or you can be grateful for the many things that are right in your life. And so this week, when you want to grumble, who's going to do your best to like, flip the grumbles into gratitude towards God? You guys going to do this with me? I love that. I, l- listen, I'll just say this and I'll move on. Every grumble is a chance to be grateful. Every grumble is a chance to be grateful to be grateful and it's your superpower gratitude is your superpower and so that helps you power through your battles to find the good things in your life here's, here's my my final idea so you all aren't grumbling at me so i'm going to move on be a gratitude dealer to the people around you flip your grumbles into gratitude towards god point number one and the second thing is be a gratitude dealer to the people around you um i, I don't know about you but in my house I, I fish for thank yous from my children anybody do this All right, there you go. There's some honesty in the room. I'll I'll just walk by, and I'll be like, kids, I flushed the toilet for you all again. (laughs) Listen, if I had a superpower, it's really flushing the kid's toilet 200 times a day. That is my superpower. But I'll be like, kids, I flushed the toilet for you again. What what do you say to your father? And they're like, thanks, Dad. I'm like, oh, you're welcome. (laughs) When my kids steal a bite from my avocado toast in the morning, which they do every single morning, I'm like, kids, that bike cost me $1.37. Tell me you're thankful. And they'll be like, thanks, Dad. <laughs> when, when somebody does something for my kids, I'm like, I'm like, kids, tell them thank you. And I always do this. I say, and look at them in the eyeballs. That's my thing. Look at them in the eyeballs. And, and anyway, I've always like, put my kids through thank you boot camp. And I haven't thought that it has worked at all um, until two weeks ago. We were at Disney and um and Stacy Stacy's parents paid for us to go to Disney, which is amazing because it's a small fortune after all. <laughs> it's a small fortune after... That should be the song. That should be the ride. Anyway. So they like paid for us to go so amazing. And so um uh, we were out to dinner one night, and I had told them thanks throughout the whole trip. And um, at that night at dinner, I had just told Stacy's stepdad, I was like, Ted, seriously, thank you. Thank you for every park pass. Thank you for every night at the hotel. Thank you for our airfare. Thank you for dinners. And like, just thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And uh, after I got done saying that, my daughter Nora stole my phone, and she gets into the camera on my phone does anybody else's kid steal your phone and like take weird pictures anybody else's kid do this there you go I don't know what it is every day so my kid starts filming right after I told Ted thank you for all this stuff and um you, you want to see it okay it's, it's a little shaky because my daughter's seven and she maybe had a Mountain Dew I don't know what happened um because but here, here's this like right after I said thanks to Ted here's good. where we're good huh?
0: It's it's not not like it. Why is it, it. It? No, it, it, it What percent was, was, was that, you know? Real. Okay. It'll probably go away, Now, Daddy. Hi. Now, tell Mama you're thankful for your food and look at them in the eyes. <laughs> now, tell them right you now. It you need
1: I just told hello.
0: Okay, tell mama. Okay.
1: Thank you for thank you for dinner. Yeah, thank you.
0: Yeah, thank you
1: for that. you do, do good, Nora? <laughs> Look at them in the eye. That's a parenting win to me, cause like she's listening. She heard it. But I just said thank you. That's why I was acting awkward. I was like, I just said thank you. And they're like, tell them again. And I'm videoing it. And look at them in the eyes. (laughs) But I think thank you is a powerful phrase. And I don't think that you can say thank you enough. And here's what I believe. I believe if all people are valuable to God, I think we should make all people feel valuable. And we can do that with something as simple as a thank you. And you might say, I don't know that all people are valuable to God, Pastor Joel. Have you ever stood in line behind an indecisive person at the red box? Like, I don't know. Listen, I believe all people are valuable to God. I believe good people, not so good people, both are valuable to God. I believe indecisive people are valuable to God. I even believe the people who take up two parking spots with one vehicle are valuable to God. Which, by the way, if you do that, would you knock it off? You're causing the rest of us to sin because we want to hurt you, okay? <laughs> but I think all people are valuable to God. The most famous verse in the Bible, you probably heard it, John 3.16, says that for for God so loved the world. All people, the world that he gave his only son, that whoever, again, this invitation is for everybody because all people are valuable to God, that whoever believes in God will not perish but have eternal life. That verse means that all people are valuable to God. And if all people are valuable to God, we can make all people feel valuable with something as simple as a thank you, a thank you. And I think one of the easiest ways to show Jesus' love to people is to just thank them for everyday simple things. There's um, a guy named A.J. Jacobs who wrote a book called Thanks a Thousand. Now, I haven't read this book, so if you come up to me after the service and you're like, Oh, Joe, I love that book. Remember that part? No, I don't. <laughs> Didn't read the book. Okay, um, I will sell you a civic badge, though. Okay, I will sell you this for $1,000. <laughs> but I, I did hear a guy talk about this book um, this week. And it's a, the whole premise for this book is this guy, A.J. Jacobs, wants to thank everybody who's involved in making his morning cup of coffee possible. And by the way, we're bringing coffee back soon. Somebody say hallelujah. It's coming back. I've been seeing you all sleeping. I'm like, Cotter, we need coffee. Get these people coffee. Um, But he just wants to thank everybody who's involved in making his morning cup of coffee possible. And so he he goes to his local coffee shop, and his barista, her name is Chung, she makes him the coffee or gets him the coffee, and he says, Chung, I I just want to thank you. For this cup of coffee, thank you. And she's like, "Wow, no one ever really says thanks to me. I kind of feel like I'm a vending machine to people." And uh, and he says, "Well, I'm just trying to thank everybody who's who's making my morning cup of coffee." And she said, "Well, then you got to thank Ed. Ed's the guy who roasts the beans." And so he AJ Jacobs goes and talks to Ed and says, "Ed, thank you. You make my morning cup of coffee possible." And this guy goes and he thanks every single person who's involved in making his morning cup of coffee possible. He, he thanks the farmers in South America who grow the beans. He thanks the truck drivers who ship the beans. He thanks the exterminators who spray the facilities that, that hold the beans so the bugs don't get on the beans. He thanks the people who make the lid for the coffee cup that holds his coffee. He thanks almost 1,000 people for his morning cup of coffee. So if you go to Starbucks, you got your workout cut out for you. okay? like a thousand people. And and here's what he said. And we'll we'll put this on the screen. I love this quote. Maybe the quote of the day. He said, it's easier to act your way into a new way of thinking than it is to think your way into a new way of acting. I like thought about that all week. And it's like gotten better as I've thought about it. It's easier to act. Does it say thank you? Act your way into a new way of thinking than it is to think your way into a new way of acting. Now, why is that? I think it's because when you tell somebody thank you every day, it makes you more thankful every day. It's easier to act your way into a new way of thinking than it is to think your way into a new way of acting. And so imagine what would happen this week if you just thank people for ordinary, everyday things. You, you just like, you go to the grocery store and you're like, grocery store cashier? I see what you did there. You, you, put, my, you put my hand soap in a separate bag, than my chicken. Thank you. You thank them, you know, or you go into Wawa with 1,700 other people, and you just tell them, hey, you guys make the greatest subs in the world, and you put up with these people. I don't know how you all do it, but let's just thank you, you know, or, or you're taking your, your garbage out to the end of your driveway, and your neighbor, two doors down, yells, hey, garbage pickup was yesterday. This, was, this is a personal experience. But hey, hey, thank you, garbage instructor coordinator guy, you know. When food shows up in front of you and you had nothing to do with it, zilch, nada, you can say, thanks, this hot dog is amazing, thank you. You know, or when your kids do their homework on their own, I know we just got out of school, but like when they do something on their own, hey, kids, thank you. Or when your spouse comes home from work after a long day of work, hey, thank you for providing for our family. A thousand thanks. It's, it's easier to act your way into a new way of thinking than it is to think your way into a new way of acting. And maybe you don't get told thank you very often. And I, I think sometimes we don't hear thank you very often. So, can I, will you just let me thank you for a second? Is that okay? Amen. There's somebody at least wants to hear some thank yous. Listen, I, I'm really thankful for you guys, honestly. I'm thankful for this church. And so I, like, I just wrote down some thank yous to you guys, okay? So um, j- just if you haven't heard thanks in a while, just, just listen to this. I'm thankful for those of you who stuck with us during COVID. I'm thankful that you kept on showing up online or in person when it was a risk, I'm thankful for our volunteers this past year who said, I'll do whatever it takes. How can I help? I'm thankful for for Bo Dukes. I'm thankful for Cotter. I'm thankful for Kristen and RJ, our staff, who's the best. I can't do this without you guys. I love you guys. I'm thankful for those of you who kept giving this past year. We didn't have to lay off anyone. We actually added RJ to the team. I'm thankful for the Baltimore Ravens for drafting Lamar Jackson just thought i'd throw that one in there um i want to thank you parents who love and serve your kids every day and nobody stops to say thanks i want to thank the grandparents for all the hard work you put into your kids and and some of you all are now helping raise your grandkids thank you single moms and dads your effort on a daily basis for your kids is nothing short of amazing thank you kids thank you for honoring your parents even when it's not easy If you worked during the pandemic, thank you for working and serving our community. If you work in a restaurant, or you're a nurse, or you're a doctor, or a grocery store worker, this last year proves you are a hero. Countless lives were saved because of the risks you took. If you lost your job... Thank you for not losing hope. Thank you for hanging in there and believing for a better future. Thank you to our teachers, our police officers, our first responders. You all are heroes. Thank you to business owners for all your creativity to make it through this last year. To all these people, I just want to say thankful or thank you. I'm grateful for you. I have so much love in my heart for you guys. Thank you, guys. I'm also thankful to PepsiCo for making Mountain Dew. (laughs) But I am. Um, but seriously, thank you. I don't think that we can say the phrase thank you enough. I think gra- gra- thank you and gratitude is our, su- our superpower to help us power through the battles that we face. And so, so what do we do? How do we tap into this superpower? We got we to gotta flip our grumbles into gratitude towards God. And we got to be a gratitude dealer to just not just the people you live with, but the people that you're in community with and, and you, you run into from day to day. I want to um, end by telling you about Dennis, and uh, I think we got a picture of Dennis that we'll throw on the screen. This is Dennis making a snow cone right there, and uh, I love I love Dennis, and I love um, his wife Jen. The Noonans have been a part of our church forever. Love the Noonans. If you guys are watching, love you guys are in Lewis, and uh, but but Dennis here, he faced really the biggest battle of his life this past year, and. Um, and this week, his wife, Jen, made a post on social media about kind of their situation. And my wife showed it to me, and I read it. And I was like, man, there's, there's so much gratitude in the middle of their battle that they're facing and what Jen posted. And so I just thought I'd like read you some highlights from what Jen posted about um, Dennis. That's what Jen posted. She said, life takes some interesting twists and turns. This year has been truly exceptional at the house of Noonan. I never would have guessed that this time last year that I would be a small business owner right now. Here's the cliff notes. In late October, Dennis was diagnosed with a stroke, which turned out actually to be a brain tumor, which was removed a week before Christmas. And we are incredibly fortunate because A, it was operable, B, they are able to remove it completely, and C, it has not left any major lasting defects from the surgery. She said, truly miraculous. It doesn't always turn out that well. And so she's just, she just showing some gratitude for their situation. She said, since then, he's undergone six weeks of radiation at UPenn and is currently in the middle of six months of chemotherapy treatments. It became clear that the treatment he's undergoing was not going to really allow him to stay at his job. And so we decided to just go for it. We bought a Kona ice franchise. And we're going to sling some shaved ice and make some amazing memories with our kids this summer. And because giving back is a big part of what our mission is, it's it's, also something that we can do to pay forward to our community, which has supported us and given us so much this whole odyssey. And so she, she just wants to say thank you to the community. She said, this has been a hard year for everyone, including us, but I can see the light at the end of the tunnel and there's a snowy 3000 directly under it. And I love that because I talked to Jen, and it kind of gave me a bigger um, picture. I talked to Jen on the phone um, a while back, and, and she said, you know, Joel, we're still in a battle. Dennis is still in a battle. There's treatments, there's, there's stuff, there's procedures and all that. But she said, if this last year has taught us anything, it's to be grateful for every day. And she said, Joel, be grateful for every single day. And then she said, can you tell the church thank you for me, for all their love, their prayers, their support? And I said, yeah, and so I'm telling you thank you for Jen. She just said thank you to you guys. And then she said, since this, this battle has taught us to be grateful, she said, we're just going to make some amazing memories this summer with our kids. Every moment counts. So we're buying this snow cone franchise truck, and we're just going to go out and give out some, some snow cones to people. And I'm like, that's an idea I can get behind. And, and by the way, on our 10-year anniversary, the Kona ice truck is going to be here at the church. And so <laughs> we're going to get some snow cones. <laughs> but you know what the Noonans found out? They found out that, that gratitude is a superpower, and gratitude is your superpower. So I'm going to give you a little homework. You can't grumble because we talk about not grumbling, okay? But your homework this week is I want you to just write down one thing a day that you're grateful for. We'll put this on the screen um, if I think it's coming. Just write down one thing you're grateful for every day, and just maybe open up the notes section on your phone, and just keep a log of what you're grateful for. And then at the end of the day, just thank God for that. Just say, God, thank you for this. You know, even my car started today. Um, my, my, my husband works hard, and he comes home and helps provide for this family. Thank you. Like, whatever it is, I'm healthy today. Thank you. I got Thrasher's french fries today. Praise the Lord. Okay, whatever it is, just write one thing down a day, and just keep it in the notes section of your phone, because when you come to church next weekend, we won't let you in unless you show us the notes section of your phone. <laughs> just kidding. Not really. We'll see you next weekend. Okay, anyway. But the next thing is this, okay, write down one thing you're grateful for every day, and the next thing is thank one person every day. Just out loud, just thank somebody for something ordinary that, that you pass them by every day and you just don't even think about. It. Just, just thank one person every single day. And I'm going to help you with today. I'm going to give you today's person to thank, okay? All right, when you leave today, I want you to thank one of our volunteers. We have about 30 volunteers making today happen. And so I love our volunteers. So when you walk by the booth on your way out, thank the people in the booth or thank the people who are at the exit doors when you leave. If you have kids and base your kids, thank those people. Come on, listen, they don't have to do this. They choose to do this, and my kids are crazy. And so are you thankful for, the, for our volunteers, our base your kids volunteers, all our volunteers? So thankful for our volunteers just thank one of them on your way out i'm telling you it'll put a smile on their face it'll put a smile on your face and and like look just just give them a high five you know you might want to take it a step further and say hey i got this gift card in my my purse it's been sitting here forever hey you go to old navy get yourself some flip-flops here you go (laughs) i don't know but something but listen gratitude is your superpower to help you power through life's battles and so this week you guys going to do this you going to do these two things for me Okay, let me pray for you guys. Jesus, I'm thankful that you give us so much to be grateful for. And so often we kind of get in that negative grumbling spiral and we, we, we focus on the one thing that's not right versus all the things that are right. And God, I pray you will walk out of here with new eyes to see just, just everything that you have put in front of us that is good, to see the sunsets. To, to see um, that we're breathing and that's good and that we have, you know, our kids are there or our, our, our neighbor is friendly to us, whatever it is, God, I pray that we'll see the things to be grateful for. And God, if we can't say we're grateful for one of those things, God, one thing we can say we're grateful for is that you have forgiveness and mercy for us. And so that's always something that we can be grateful for and it's really the biggest thing. And so God, I just thank you for you and, and how you have given us so much and how you put up with so much from us. And Lord, we're grateful. We're grateful for every moment. And I pray that we'll we'll just see that as we walk out of here today. In your name, amen. Amen. Thank
0: you so much for joining us on the Bayshore podcast. I want to encourage you to take this message you just received and allow it to go deep into your soul and let Jesus do the deep work that only he can do. A special thanks to everyone that gives generously to Bayshore. It's because of you that this ministry is possible, creating life change all over the world. You can be a part of spreading the message around the world by going to bayshore.online and clicking give. For all things Bayshore, visit bayshore.online to find out what your next step may be. You can subscribe right here and share this podcast with your friends and family. Thank you again for listening. God bless you.